Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, gentlemen, and welcome to yet another level one. I'm one of your hosts, Kennedy. This is episode 279, and here with me, as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andy Rucker. Yes, and we are here tonight to talk all things games and TV. So let's start with big screen, we screen. That's the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies we have watched this week. So Andy, what have you been watching? Do you know, right, the only thing that I've watched I want to mention that i watched is that, and I would highly recommend doing this, by the way, because um, I didn't really watch anything else of note, but last night, like, uh, me, me and Ashley watched, uh, like, a couple of episodes of iZombie, right? And then we we're just like flicking around, net, which is which is a great show. You should watch it. Um, but I don't want to talk about that because I've I've talked about it like so much over the over the past we well anyway. So, um, but what I do want to talk about is that we watched a movie, and this is a great way to watch like a movie like this. We watched a movie called The Flying Jat, right? Right. Which is a a Bollywood movie, right? Okay. It's a Bollywood movie, it's, and it's on Netflix. And the way, we, and I'm sure we've done this before with like another like Bollywood movie. But the way we watch this movie is like you press play, and then skip forward a few scenes, and then just kind of make up your own story as to what's going on in this movie because it's you can make up some fucking crazy shit. And like these movies are pretty crazy anyway, but like you can just kind of like fill in the blanks as to what's going on. And uh, it's very fun to do this, and like you can watch like a movie like this in like fifteen twenty minutes, and have your own like story to the movie when it's like a three hour movie, and you're just skipping from like bits of scenes and watching bits and pieces. Now this movie was fucking funny though. Like I actually might go back and watch the whole movie just because it seemed absolutely ridiculous because it was like an Indian superhero guy, and this guy had some amazing amazing moves like. Uh, the guy was clearly like a trained like martial artist guy, um. But they did some really weird things. They ended up like this is like a Bollywood movie with all the usual singing and stuff like that and and whatnot. But by the end of the movie, the guy ends up on the moon, like fighting some superpowered dude on the moon, like with no breathing apparatus or anything like that. <laughs> but yeah, highly recommend watching movies like Bollywood movies like that. Skipping forward the scenes over the course of like twenty minutes and just like having a laugh at what what you see. I'm not going to be watching that. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't like. But honestly, you could do it with any movie. It doesn't have to be a Bollywood movie. But you can just skip forward. Um, and it's it's fun to kind of like just fuck around like with things like that. But yeah, I didn't watch anything else to be honest. 
cool. Uh, so I watched a few things. Um, what did I watch? Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Two seconds, I've got my notes. I watched uh, Jessica Jones up to um, episode four. Okay, season two, yeah. Yeah, very very slow start, like mm-hmm. especially after the high of season one with Kilgrave and all that, and then the defenders even like coming to this is kind of like almost a come down from that, and I hope it's building something. But I mean, for a thirteen episode season like you mm. can't really afford to waste four episodes because literally the first episode she tries to find out a past the second episode she gets accused of murder the third episode she tries to find out about past the fourth episode she ends up getting accused of murder again it's like you've just told the same story twice over the mm. space of four episodes we get it she's, do that, man. Fuck. She's, she's trying to find a past we get it she's exploring the laboratory or whatever it was we get it but why do it twice and then why like frame her twice or like put her in the wrong place at the right time twice like what's the point like I get do it once that's all you need to do that's it told like cut two episodes out this season <laughs> um so also I got um the 4k Jurassic Park box set on top of that mm-hmm. um and I watched them all so the best one in 4k I would say is Jurassic World obviously because it's the newest I don't really like to talk about the films um Jurassic Park 2 uh, was probably the second best, re- weirdly. Like, um, and Jurassic Park three was was okay. Uh, Jurassic Park one wasn't great in four K, but I've heard ma- many things. It might be the negative the way it was kept by four. Hmm. Blah blah blah. Um, so Jurassic Park one's good. I like the Lost World more than I remember watching it again. Don't know why. Just I did. Do you know I did like that movie as well? It's a really good movie. Like, it, I think yeah, uh, I think it got panned a wee bit at the time. Yeah, but, like, but you forget that it's actually well. really good. Yeah, yeah, it's actually is really well, like much better than three. Even though three, like, isn't that bad a film? Like, mm-hmm. if it's Jurassic Park, it's Alan Grant again. Like, it's fine. Um, Jurassic World is just superb, though. But I still like the first one. But Lost World kind of is creeping close. After another watch, I might reevaluate them. Um, but yeah, I'd highly recommend them in 4K, especially. Like, I wouldn't say it's the most mind blowing. It's not up there with like Transformers. I was talking about mm-hmm. last week. Because uh, obviously it's a bit predated. It uh, yeah. I would say Lost World and Jurassic Park fare a bit better because they used a lot more um, animatronic dinosaurs. Um, because CGI back then was only ever rendered in 2K, so Jurassic Park three just doesn't really look good at most parts. I think they use animatronics some parts of it, but the CGI really sticks out badly. Um, you know that point, but it actually looks like a sci-fi movie. You know, like a sci-fi channel film. Yep. Um, Jurassic World obviously kind of it's, it's only like two years old maybe no four years old now 2014 is it four years old fucking hell yeah 2014 I didn't realise it was that long ago yeah so it's kind of um, it's kind of fared fine it's Jurassic World um, so what else did I watch I went to cinema to see Solo Han Solo the movie Oh yes, uh, how was how was this movie? Well, I'm not the biggest fan of Han Solo anyway, but I love Star Wars. Mm. Um, it felt unnecessary. Right, if someone asked me to write down the film, what I thought would happen, what the past of Han Solo is, that was that was it. Like the the Kubernetes surprises, like see all the near death mm. situations. Nobody mm. was worried about Han Solo, you know that way. Like nobody mm. was worried about Lando dying in the movie. It's like. Yep. Your secondary characters here, yeah, you can kill them off, but no one's worried when Han's hanging off by a finger or a tree's hanging off. It's like, 
Nope. Have I pulled you off? Mm, oh my god. Um, so yeah, <laughs> the other thing is the colouring of it. It was very brown and like as if JJ Abrams was it's worse than rage. JJ Abrams was boasting about Tatooine being bland and desolate, and the guy that directed this just went, Hold my beer. Like, <laughs> Lando was really, really good in the film, but the rest of the film sadly didn't match it. It's actually not as good as The Last Jedi. And I okay. didn't like that film. Um, yeah. Do you know, I probably love this movie then because I, I you, like The Last you Jedi definitely a lot. Won't. <laughs> if you know Han Solo's past, he was a smuggler, mm. he helped save yep. Dewey. That's it. That's the whole story. <laughs> Um, does it tell you? Does it tell you the story of like uh, him doing the the what is it the parsley? The Kessel Run. The Kessel yeah. Run. I sorry. Yeah. 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 It's not exciting. It's, the, like even in the Kessel Run, it's as if he flew into this is cloud in Fantastic Four. It's just you all know, clouds. Sometimes, like when when they do movies like this, right? You'd kind of almost rather you're like, ah, oh, that was not like, not as cool as I imagined it would be in my head. Like you'd almost rather they left it mm, to not, like the mystery. Not, not really. The, the whole point in this film is we already knew everything about it and. The, three movies it was explained pretty much he told us about his past no no I know he we told us about it but like you don't necessarily need to see it you'd almost rather no, like keep, no, but that's keep that I mean. image in your head of like, said this yeah. felt unnecessary yeah. like there was no need and Disney seen, Disney need to take a, a minute and realise we don't need one every year we can wait a few years like uh, oh we, oh here's a question for you mm. any lightsabers in this movie it's going to be a spoiler if I tell you either way isn't it well, you can just say yes or no. I don't care about spoilers for this movie. Spoilers for Solo, I don't give a fuck it. It's okay, like... complete spoilers for Solo. Um, there was a bit that was meant to be cool, and I suppose if you don't watch Rebels and Clone Wars, then it would have been cool. Hmm. Han Solo sees no lightsabers in this movie, right? right? Han Solo didn't believe in the Jedi, remember, by the first mm-hmm. film, so they had to stick yep. with that. However, one of the people in the movie was working for a certain Darth Maul, who, if you'd only seen okay. the movies... You would only you would think he was dead, but if you've seen Rebels and Clone Wars, then you know his legs get cut off because mm-hmm. Darth Maul's in the movie with these lightsaber from Clone Wars, no Rebels, and he's got metal legs. Ah, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a two second moment. It was like, all right, cool. That's the only cool bit of the film. Like I'm not yeah. joking. Like Lando's <laughs> very good mm-hmm. and charismatic, but mm-hmm. like even for me, because like you know, I've got all Rebels and Blu-ray, I've got all Clone Wars and yeah. Blu-ray, I've watched them all seen Darth Maul again was just like yeah I've seen him for like six seasons worth of stuff like Darth Maul's cool but it would I suppose if you only watched the films though that would kind of be like oh my god Darth Maul and that gives you a lead into how did he survive when mm, I watched yeah. Rebels and Clone Wars so I get it but the rest of it oh you find out how Han Solo gets his name it's shit what? as well I wish they didn't what's even explain his, it what's his real name? he doesn't know he didn't have a family ah right so, okay. He basically went up to sign up for the Imperial Army, and they said, hmm. name Han, and he said, second name, and he just looks, and he goes, who are your people? And he says, I've never had any. So they just went, solo, and that's how he got hmm. his name, which is a terrible explanation, and it shouldn't have even been explained. Yeah, you'd rather, you'd rather, like, I'd rather, no you'd rather that was left ambiguous, yeah. yeah. Than that, so... <laughs> Yeah, um, Chewbacca obviously he's just Chewbacca, and it's as you. Yep, he was a prisoner, and Hansel rescued him. There's a bit where it's feed him to the beasts, and everybody knows it's Chewbacca. It's not going to be a rancor. It's not big enough, mm-hmm. and it's Chewbacca that comes out. And he kind of fights about with Chewbacca for a bit, and then he makes a deal with him because he speaks Wookiee somehow, um, which you never see him doing in any of the other films. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, he's always uh, been able to understand Chewie, though. Yeah, but he's never spoke to him, which is rude thinking about he's... it. Yeah, he's always spoken English. <laughs> yeah, where they can speak Wookiee, so. Yeah, but yeah, it was just bad. It was, uh, it wasn't, no, it wasn't exciting at all. 
Um, but anyway, like a lot of folk are like, oh, if you don't like these, then stop liking Star Wars. That's not the case. Not every Star Wars film's good. Like, I'm going to see them all. Doesn't mean I have to like them all. Hmm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but put it this way: even Cameron agrees, and he loved the Last Jedi. That there's going to be no point in his life where he turns around going, do you know what? I fancy watching Han Solo movie again. And I feel the same. Like, there's no. Hmm. I've read more about him in books that was more exciting than this. And it's not just me being, oh, but that's just you being a Star Wars geek thinking about all the extended canon. It's not. It's not. Even in the, the official canon encyclopedia, a paragraph could have covered this movie. Do you know, like, I want to see... I don't, I don't understand why they made, like, the Han Solo movie. Because I remember remember when we played, like, The Old Republic, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, and I played as a bounty hunter. And you're like, mm-hmm. why are you playing as a bounty hunter? You can be a Jedi. It's kind of yeah. like that. Like, why are you making a movie about a bounty hunter when you could oh. make a movie about a Jedi? Well, like <laughs> I said, it's a very interesting question here that I read on Twitter the other day. Is Boba Fett a cool character or just a cool costume? Mm, yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's a cool fucking costume, absolutely, and he's got cool moves. Like you can do his jetpack and like stuff like that. But mm-hmm. does he say anything of any note? Like, is he a character of substance? No, nope. <laughs> nope, he is not. Absolutely not. It's just a bounty hunter with cool armor. Yep. <laughs> That's it. So and there's a the... Boba Fett movie, and I think the same is going to happen with it. Yeah. I mean, the, the reason why Boba Fett was, was so cool and people attached onto him so much because is because there was so much mystery surrounding him. Like, and yeah, people just filled the in their own backstory about it. It was explained in Attack of the Clones. Which was a terrible explanation as well. Like, <laughs> Boba Fett was shit. They kind of ruined him a little bit with that. And he was also in Clone Wars, the TV series. Or Rebels, mm. was it? Mm-hmm. I, I don't I am sure it was in Clone Wars can't remember yeah but uh, honestly Obi-Wan Kenobi that's a movie I want to see I mm-hmm. want to see how they do it in between years I know there's already a book on it but I see that in film with Obi-Wan Kenobi played by yep. Ewan McGregor please yep and the thing is like Ewan McGregor's a fucking great actor as well oh how's the guy at playing Han Solo shit really bad <laughs> wasn't convincing yep. uh, Lando perfect yeah Han Solo. The, the, I think the biggest problem about a Han Solo movie is if you cast their own Han Solo, it's not mm-hmm. going to be a good film. Nope. But this this film wasn't good regardless. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the pro- problem with that is like Han Solo is like an iconic role at this point, and every, when you think Han Solo, you immediately see like Hasn't Hasn't Ford. Ford. Like you can never ever associate that with anyone else, and like this guy has a very forgettable face. It does actually. It's bland. I don't even remember what he looks like. Close my eyes. Nope. <laughs> so yeah. Quite disappointing. The most by the numbers Star Wars film yet. If anything, Last Jedi wasn't by the numbers. Do you know what I mean? I just didn't like the way they went about certain things, and it's not because yeah. oh they're trying new things. No, certain things shouldn't have happened the way they happened. Like Luke should have been there in person. That would have been more impactful. Hundred percent. Leia should have been True. down with the ship. Yep. Because it would have made sense instead of um, uh, Ellie from Jurassic Park. Yeah, I thought like, she would have stayed around. Like she was a cool character. She would, and it would have made more sense because I know, obviously, Han, Carrie, so Carrie Fisher, blah blah. But she's dead, and you knew she died, and mm-hmm. that could easily. It was a perfect opportunity to like, send off, to give her a good send off, and, and she like, went down to save the rebellion. And... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, and then Luke not even being there, force projected himself, and then died anyway. What? He's <laughs> made like, away. Stupid. I can even forgive the stupid horse racing bit. I can even forgive, like, blue milk from those <laughs> things. Do you know what I mean? But, like, uh, just certain bits were like, why did that have to... Why did it have to happen? Like, anyway. Uh, JJ Abrams will hopefully retcon some stuff cleverly. 
I don't know if they'll retcon it, but like they'll they'll do some interesting things with it in the next one. Who's is it? JJ Abrams doing the next one? Yeah, episode nine. Yeah, I thought it was a different director. It was Colin Trevorrow for Jurassic World, but he pulled out. I think obviously, like it's the same with Marvel and Disney because Marvel and um, Lucasfilm because mm. Disney want control over all of the story, yep. but a lot of directors prefer to like put their own input into it. And mm-hmm. I think Disney have got a very here's how much control you have, and I think obviously that guy of Jurassic World director went no I want to do this and they went no he went well find another director because that happened yeah. obviously with uh, Edgar Wright for Edgar Wright Ant-Man. yeah for Ant-Man, yeah and there's been other films as well I'm sure Rogue One went through something where the directors left and I get it oh, it's because Solo Dis- yeah Solo had that Solo yeah. as well yeah so yeah. Disney have a vision and a story they have to stick to mm. and there's there's very few waivers that they can do from that strict line do you know what I mean they have to keep it that way because that's the way mm. their story has to be told so when a director tries to like wave it about a bit and put his own input in they have to rein them in not all directors like want to do that hmm. I think some get more free reign than others do you know what I mean but like it depends on the movie yeah yeah definitely I mean like I, I'm pretty sure like James Gunn had quite a lot of input in like doing Guardians, Guardians for example yeah because if it failed it failed they didn't need to do another one yeah tied in it. so I think the guy that done Thor Ragnarok had some control as well the hammer pulled you off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he fucking ro- he did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, because he was in New Zealand. He. But here's yeah. here's one. Why not just cast the guy that played the kid because he's an actor and still. Active. And he's probably old enough. Oh, but he's probably a shit actor, man. Like that guy's probably terrible. Yeah, he was terrible as a kid. Dad. Yeah. Get dad. him, dad. <laughs> Do you remember? The dad was terrible as well. Like, remember the oh, dad? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I remember him. Django, oh fuck off! Nah, like they should cast the guy that played Deathstroke and Arrow. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'd he was he was that. quite a good kind of like mercenary type, yeah. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I definitely think what would improve Han Solo is if start it off and finish it by telling the story to somebody. Do you know what I mean? That would have been mm. a cool tie-in, but there was like no tie-in really apart from they kept showing you. Remember the dice were made important because they mm. gave them to Leia and it was from Han's the Millennium Falcon. Like the dice were highlighted at least three times of hand giving it to this girl, and it's like we get it, but a bit more of a tie-in would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Like Darth Maul, yeah, cool, but we've seen his beginning and end on Clone Wars and Rebels. That bit's not really added anything. So, anyway, that's all I watched this week. So let's yeah. move on to level up. Uh, the show we talk about all the video game news and what we played this week. So Andy, what's happening in the video game news? Uh, Unreal is free now. The original Unreal game. I don't know if you remember this. The PC game. It's free. Go get it. You care about Unreal Alley? <laughs> no. no. Did you ever play it back in the day? Yeah. Killing spree. Yeah, I mean, I, I played it back in back in the day, like Unreal Tournament and stuff like that, but like that game's died. Like, I mean, when's the last time they put a game out? Years ago. Like, it's a dead game. Um, H1Z1 Battle Royale uh, came out on PS4. And got quite a lot of downloads, like because it's free, and it kind of fills the space that PUBG is not filling on PS4 right now, like the kind of semi-realistic battle royale shooter. I don't, I don't know if you've played it, but like, uh, I'll talk about it and what we're playing. Um, but yeah, it's got a lot of downloads. It's unsurprising to be honest. The battle royale's hot, hot right now. If you put a free fucking battle royale game 
like on a console, people will download it and play it. <coughs> uh, PS4 managed to outsell Xbox One and Switch in the in the US in April. Um, now this is because God of War came out, and yeah. uh, Sony also put out like a new PS4 SKU to go along with the God of War release, the, the like the God of War PS4 Pro, which I think looks terrible. The grey thing that looks a bit like the axe. It fucking looks shocking. Horrible thing. Uh, Nintendo's now selling uh, Switch systems without a dock in uh, in Japan. This is the final nail in the coffin of the, the 3DS. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Although I did see an article just now like where uh, the, Nintendo's just announced a new 2DS XL. <laughs> right. Which is fucking strange. It's like a special edition um, Zelda one. Right, which... What, what game does this come with? It comes with... Uh, where is the picture? Aye, it comes preloaded with Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got, like, uh, you know, like, the Hellion Shield. Mm-hmm. It's got that design on it, like the blue. And it's called the New Nintendo 2DS XL Hellion Shield Edition. That's its official title. <laughs> like, oh my god. But yeah, that's, that was just announced uh, this evening there. It, it looks okay, I suppose, but I mean, fuck off. Stop releasing 2DSs. Like, if you want to like do a special edition console, make a special edition Switch. Like, yeah. come on. Because <laughs> they haven't done any yet at all. I mean, you've only got like the ones with the different coloured Joy-Cons. Like, the actual yeah, Switch sure. body itself is the exact same for every single person. Um, but yeah, I was kind of curious as to like what box it will come in because obviously the Switch design box right now, like, is it's quite small as it is, and they would need to make essentially a smaller box to fit that in. So I'll be curious to see like what that looks like when some unboxing videos go up. I would. Would you buy another Switch like that, like just a, just a handheld one? No, no, no. Not, not anytime soon. If Lexi was a wee bit older than possibly, but not anymore. I don't have a need for a Switch. So, so for me, I would buy another one. Yeah, for yourself, so that Bethany could have the older one. Yeah. Well, I might. Until, would you wait until the online was there so you could saves? Uh, probably yes. Yeah, because I could pull them over on the on the cloud. Yeah, probably would. Um, but but yeah, like I'm I'm finding that uh, I'm playing it less because I'm leaving it for her to play, and yeah. she's playing it a bit, but not that much. So like, I think if it was like like kept in her room because it's in a living room like in the dock but I think if it was like kept in her room then she would play it more mm-hmm. but then I would play it even less so I don't know uh, but I like like I say uh, like I, I would definitely buy another one yeah, will I buy another one this year probably not will I buy another one next year almost certainly like so I, I think when I can get one for like 150 odd like I'll buy one and, and, like, this would probably be about that, like, without the dock and all that shit taken away. Uh, yeah, I would say, like, over here, the, what, what's retail price, 179 Yeah, I could say 150 £120, pound, they'll release it at over here. That would make sense. No, no, it'll be, it'll be dear on that, because, like, I mean, the retail over here is still 2 270 for, like, a new one. That's not right. No, you Oh, yeah, it is, you're right. Yeah. I mean, two eighty. yeah, so you're thinking maybe 180 at the cheapest, 200 mm. Yeah. For just the switch by itself. Yeah, but obviously, like if, if we had them in at work, they're going to be cheaper. 
I always said that we should be buying them in as like without Doc. Yep. Like, as a as a fourth grade. Same way like we connect. Yeah. Like like the next one. It, yeah, when it came it. out. No connect. Okay, cool. Yeah, they should have done it with the switch. They've missed a trick. But we'll see what happens. Like once, uh, once this skew actually comes out in the West, if it does, I assume it will. Because like, I mean, the only reason I can see that they haven't done it is to like continue to sell the <laughs> continue to sell the fucking two DS. Because there's yeah, definitely with tennis, oh yeah, that's uh, June first. Right? Oh, I'm off on Friday. I'll, I'll definitely play it. Is it up to download yet? Uh, yeah, I downloaded it the other day, and then I was like, oh, nice. it's not letting me play, and it's like, it, it's on for for the whole weekend, like, first. Aye, it's like limited, aye, it's a limited sort of time that it's on it's for, yeah. It's test for the service, but you get, an ad, you get a bonus costume or something. Yeah, yeah, bonus, like, Mario costume. It looks like a normal Mario costume, because I think in the game he's wearing, like, a sort of daft tennis cap. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely play it. I want Sonic in that game, though, and I don't think he's in it. Sega All-Stars Tennis will cover that for you. Ah, uh, but that's an old game. <laughs> is it backwards compatible, that game? No idea. I don't know. I, I need to find out if it is. I'll find it later on. Um, sea of Thieves got its... has it, been detailed more of its further uh, upcoming content, The Hungering Deep. But they didn't really detail any of this. They just said, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We're doing more things to this update. Like, Sea of Thieves... I want to go back to it, right? But, like, you don't seem to be very keen to jump back in. I have no interest at the moment. But like, what if the? Do you know what bugged me about it? Right, is that I really liked what they did, but everything was the same. Like every mission you did was the fucking same. And like, I don't want to do like thirty missions of going and getting the chicken, specifically those missions and the uh, the ones of just going and killing stuff. Like, oh, okay, go here, get two chickens, take them to here. That's your mission. And I mean, we must have done at least 10 of those missions that that was the mission. Or get pigs, or whatever, same thing. Like, that's fucking boring. That's MMO pish that I don't want to do. It's just busy work. Like, I don't want to do busy work. I want to do fun things, not fucking just busy work. They're like, oh, what can we have these people do? Oh, try that. Like, going and digging up the treasure chests using the maps, that was fun. Like, even, even going and killing certain skeletons and whatnot, like, that was acceptable, I would say. But, like, these yeah. pig missions, like, these can fuck off. Or, or pigs or uh, chickens and that sort of stuff. Like, that is not what a pirate does. That yeah. is a merchant That is a merchant sailor <laughs> who's got an order for two chickens that he must fill. And he goes and does it. That's not a pirate. No. A pirate follows treasure maps and they go and they kill but skeletons. Like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's sort of like with Sea of Thieves, it could be a very, very, very good game in a year's time. Oh yeah, it'll become a good game. Mm. It's not at the moment. No, it's too too much of the same content. Um. Anyway, um. But and I will go back to it, like at some point. I'll see. We'll see what that update is like once it actually rolls out. Um. Battlefield Five release date came out uh, in October the nineteenth. It's going to come out. Um. Obviously, you've got all your beta and like oh, that weak early access or 3D early access if you pre-order special editions blah 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 all that garbage um, there's no season pass for this one which is interesting because they've always had a season pass in the previous Battlefield games they've done away with that now basically so that everybody has all the maps which is a good thing um, it doesn't look as if there's any uh, Battle Royale mode in this which is, is good um, and it is set in World War 2 
any interest in going to World War Two with Battlefield Alley? No. I mean, it looks better than Battlefield One. I'll say that. But Battlefield 1 was very slow, and it, this seems to be a bit faster paced, but, uh, like, for me, I wanted them, I really wanted them to go modern, like, but, like, just basically what Battlefield 4 was, that, yeah, but, like, was the last good one. yeah, Battlefield 4 was a fucking great game, like, I, I have a lot of time in, in, in that game, and, like, what, what they did, and like, what they would be able to do with that sort of stuff now, like, with the technology, like, advances that they've made in the last few years, like, fucking hell, like, it could make such an amazing game, and they're just like, oh, let's do World of Water. Uh, okay. Call Duty did it last year. I don't have any interest. Okay. Uh, PUBG's new map is now out on Xbox One and Miramar, which has been out on PC for a while. Yay. Uh, Far Cry 3 comes out today on uh, Xbox One PS4. This is the remaster. Now, it was already out. Was it not if you had the season pass or pre-ordered or something? For? Like, uh, uh, the the remaster. Did you not get it early or something if you pre-ordered this? What, Call of Duty or? No, no, Far Cry. Uh, yeah, Call of Duty 3. I'm not no, sure Far Cry 3. Uh, Far Cry 3, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like the 1st of June or something, but yeah, you do get it early. I've, I've, I didn't rush to download it because I've already played it. And it was already battles compatible as well, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Why did you bother remastering? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the only one that I'm interested in, like that Far Cry DLC, is the Mars one. Like that seems to interesting to me. Like I, I'd like to play on Mars using like the Far Cry mechanics. I think that would be fun. But yeah. if they don't, if they don't do it standalone, then I won't bother. Obviously, I'm half as with Fraser for this one. Yeah. DLCs. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see what you think of the Mars one. The other ones I don't care about. Um, more Xbox Battles compatible games came out. I think it's, what was it, Battlefield 1943, I think? Yeah. Um, that yeah. was a good game for its time. I enjoyed that. Like it was big at the time. Everyone... It was. Yeah, I never played it. I couldn't tell you anything about it apart from its... In fact, no. I could tell you nothing about it whatsoever. There's a tank on the cover. It's all no. Mm. <laughs> uh, Wolf Among Us Season 2 got delayed to 2019. Not really surprised. And hopefully, and we say this every time Telltale does a game, hopefully they're redoing their engine. <laughs> they're probably not. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, here's an interesting one, right? Apple has rejected the uh, Steam Link iOS app because yeah. of business conflicts. Now, this like is weird because I mean, it's the Steam Link app is out on it's out on Android. Oh, it's it's in beta, but like it's out and uh, it did come. It did like go go to iOS as well when there was uh, people playing it on was it like Apple TVs and stuff like that. Because yeah. they had a version like a beta version you could download and try, and then they pulled it and it's now not going to be out. I think what they what Apple didn't realize before they like went oh yeah Steam thing yeah that's fine. I think what they didn't realise is that you could access like the Steam store through the app and like go and buy games through the uh, through that that are probably also available in fact definitely also available on the iOS store. And, yep. and they'll always be cheaper on Steam and like even with Steam as well like because you can go and like you can hunt around and get cheap deals on like keys and stuff like that for various games like Hubble Bundle and stuff like that. Um 
And yeah, Apple's like, oh shit, yeah, we didn't realise that this was going to cannibalise our uh, our sales for like these specific games, and we're not getting a cut of this if it goes through Steam. No, fuck you guys, we're not doing that. Um, available on Android though. Like Android is like, yeah, like that's fine, cool. We don't care. Like, if people want to buy the game here, well, then that's fine. Like I, that's why I prefer Android. It's like it's all about choice. Like, they give you the choice, and they're not like, hmm, this is taking away money from us. Nope, not doing it. Uh, and the final bit of news is that, um, and this is only really relevant to people in Scotland, because <laughs> this company only exists in Scotland, um, Game Centre has uh, closed down, went into liquidation today. Officially announced. Dead. I used to work there. I worked there when we first started the show. It's, it, you know, it's actually interesting like how like all these things come full circle, because I, I remember like at the beginning of the show are so much intrinsically involved with that shop because mm-hmm. like you worked there like Robin and Russ that used to be That's on the true. show worked both there. worked there as well and mm-hmm. I think it was because they worked there that you ended up getting them to come on the show with us yeah, so like to have their gaming knowledge <laughs> yeah, of can- Candle World um, <laughs> and farming simulator oh god um, yeah. but yeah and like in and we went to like a couple of like midnight launches and stuff like that there. Like we did the Assassin's Creed three one and uh, PlayStation 4. and we and we did the PlayStation four one like five years ago. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of a shame to be honest. But oh well, so be it. Yeah. Oh well, we move on. <laughs> but uh, that that to be honest, I haven't been in the shop for years. No, I mean, the last thing I think I got from Game Center was uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy when that came out. I got I that. I remember the last thing, actually. Game Center, was when I worked there, it was all about the games, and like I said to you, they started trying mm. to put too many fingers and too many pies, and obviously they couldn't keep up. Because mm-hmm. um, they were selling like Pop Funko's t-shirts, figures that like all the regulars would say, oh, buy them, then they'll come in, oh, I've not got money this week. Rangers, but they had like a 
list of like all the creditors like published and like I read this and like you're going down to like you're getting right down to like taxi firms and all this that are owed like thousands and thousands of pounds and then down to like people that are owed like hundreds of pounds so like there's going to be a lot of people who are right down the bottom of that list and like you'll have those people will probably never see their money back unfortunately so it's a bit it's actually probably most a shame for them because like the people that have uh, that lost their jobs and whatnot they'll get new jobs like mm-hmm. okay it's a bit shit for them just now but like they, they'll be able to go and get a new job like the people that have like lost their money from their pre-orders like it's just lost like they, they'll never get that back even yeah, if they go guy, down comes into my shop and he's 600 pounds in because he pre-ordered like everything up to spider-man from the switch to the ps4 fuck me like uh, I, th- I think i think it's one of those things where like don't pre-order like unless you're pre-ordering through amazon do not pre-order from anywhere mm-hmm. Not, not even like, not for a case of like, oh, it might go bust. But I mean, anything could happen. Like, Looking you could pre, <laughs> well, not even that. Like, I could pre-order. Like, say, let's think of a game that's maybe a wee while away still. Not Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man is like Spider-Man's a locked game. But like, say, if I pre-ordered, for example, Beyond Good and Evil Two, right? Yep. If I pre-order that today, um, yeah. and I and I go into game, pay my money for it, like pay it all down, and then that game then takes eight eight more years to come out. Look at Shenmue 3 with me. <laughs> Shenmue 3, yeah. So, like, if you're going to pre-order a game, pre-order it through Amazon. Amazon's not going anywhere. It doesn't charge you any money to do a pre-order. Like, that's, that's your pre-order. The, um, the pre-order for Shenmue 3, which was, what, f- three, four years ago now, um, mm. they've said it won't even be finished for this year. But remember all the updates I kept telling you? That all they kept saying mm. was, oh, we're hiring more people, we're hiring more people. So it's almost <laughs> as if they sat about celebrating for, like, two years before they'd done any work. I've got a feeling they'll show it off at E3, they have to. If they don't show at least a video of gameplay, folk are going to be like, mm. hey, what's happening with this game? We've seen two screens. Yeah, you've seen two pictures. They were like, hmm, doesn't look very good. <laughs> no, so like they need to show gameplay this year. Because yeah. they came out before E3. I think that's obviously to warn the folk. Like me, the day after it got announced at E3, and went out mm. and paid the money for it, and the Kickstarter only was a week, so they've had my money for that long. Probably mm. sitting in interest. And uh, they've already said a month ago that yeah, it's not coming till next year. What? Work faster? That's mental. <laughs> I mean, I get it's a big undertaking and whatnot. Like, and they can't, they can't get it wrong. They can't get it wrong if they fuck it up. Like it's I, the game that busts Sega. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they fuck it up, like it's gonna, it's gonna be uh, so bad times. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. The fact that it's, it's been so long. And it was basically a full price game. I'm sure it was forty quid I paid for it digital mm. for thirty maybe. I think it was fifty fifty physical. I think I think thirty. I think thirty sounds sounds about right. Yeah, but the fact is, I paid thirty three years ago. I think of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm still interested, but see now the weird thing is, two the remasters are coming to Xbox One as well. So if I get the chance to change my pre order, I probably mm. would at this stage because it will look mm. better on Xbox One X. Mm. I doubt it will, though, because I think this is a PS4 lockdown exclusive, whereas I'm sure Xbox had the rights to Shenmue 2 as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, Shenmue 1 and 2, they're coming this year, aren't they? The remakes? Yeah. I'll yeah, definitely buy those like on, on PS4 when they come out. Because... Here's something that we need to do now to tie the... Yeah, to be fair, I would I would buy them on the Switch if they were coming to Switch, but it doesn't look as if they are, so... Uh, I'll, I'll... Jurassic World Evolution was coming to Switch. Oh, that would be cool on the Switch, man, like... But yeah, it, PC, it I'll get it on PC. It's not... I, I did have a look on CD Keys last week and it's not there yet, so... Buy it on the Windows Store, crossplay. 
Uh, yeah, although that's actually maybe not a bad idea, but usually on Windows Store, like games run shit on PC. Like Windows Store is not very well optimized for gaming. Like in terms of the Microsoft side of it on PC, like on Xbox, it's fine, but I'd much rather run the game through Steam. Mm. I'd have to double check my PC can run it to be fair, because like, my PC is like getting on. I need to, I really need to upgrade it. It looks quite a fancy game as well. Yeah, I mean, I'll be able to run it on probably low settings. Have you but... seen the um, uh, seeing the dinosaurs break out? Instead of just head view, you can jump in a jeep hmm. and like go third person, and you can go in the helicopter and shoot them. In the helicopter, the sniper. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> the, the best thing that I found out about it was you know how they talk about the five deaths murder hmm. and it's in the lost world they say that that's the five islands of death it's on those five islands and we've only seen one of them which was site B right okay so, yeah cool because the main park's on Nibbler or Nibbler hmm. whatever it's called um, he's but, a Nibbler this is on site B and the other four islands hmm okay um, but... no park near there <laughs> <laughs> but no um, but no, that was, uh, yeah, that's that. Okay, hey, so anyway, we'll move on to what we've been playing here. Yeah. Okay, so, I have played... Okay. So, I played State of Decay 1, because State of Decay 2 came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why did, so why did you play State of Decay 1? Because I've never played it before, and you know, I like okay. to play the, the, the first one first. It's slow right. as fuck. It mm-hmm. feels like last gen completely. Uh, what did this come out on? Just the PC initially? In, no, it did come out on 360, but then they did like yeah. a sort of, not a, quite a, a remaster, but like an, a quote-unquote HD version yeah, of it, it on the Xbox One. Like, yeah, it's just the 360 version. Yeah. Um, the, the world's <laughs> kind of cool. It's like a bit like Dead Rising objectives um, and the wood, the, the woods that it's set in at the start of Friday. I don't know. If, <laughs> I think it's co-op, but like it's a cool world, but I didn't play it in co-op. Um, it was okay. <laughs> But then I played State of Decay 2, and again, like, it looks a lot better, and the lighting's really cool for Xbox One X, it's enhanced, but, like, um, some of it still feels a bit dated, feels a lot like Dead Rising, um, better in co-op, you get to kind of start, <laughs> choose where your base is, and choose your characters of, like, <coughs> the unlikely hmm. couple and all this stuff, so um, you have to save folk and build it, like, you've got your own home that you have to run back to, and, like, you, you get supplies, and... It goes to night time, there's like screamer zombies that will attract other zombies and zombies will attack your base and you have to board up windows and stuff and you've got a whole open area to explore and I chose the valleys, I think it was, or the hill, foothills and you get to choose your starting area so it'll feel different every time you play a game and you've got like neighbours that will come and do you trust them and let them in with your group? Like this woman's already kind of being suspicious by saying you shouldn't really tell too many folk about this serum. And then like, later on, she says, you know, folk could just steal this serum. I've, I'm like, mm. if you steal this, I'm going to kill you so bad. Like, <laughs> um, it's one of those games where you have to balance what's in your backpack as well while you're out, which is quite mm. annoying. But again, mm. that's the challenge in the game. Uh, you, you can plant flags. Um, so I think it's not plant a flag, but you can claim buildings and that becomes like a, a base. But the only problem is there's no fast traveling in it, which is really annoying. Sometimes it takes ages to get anywhere and you've got a stamina bar. If you don't rest your character by switching, <coughs> then okay. your stamina won't go up. And like you end up falling, not falling asleep, but you can't do any actions. So you just stand there till zombies eat you, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have to go and find things like ingredients for the cure. Like you can search through boxes and if you push LB, it speeds it up, but it makes more noise. 
it's cool enough. I'll, I'll probably give it another shot. The second one, not the first one. I don't feel I need to play this. But does it feel like a story game where I need to know the story of the first one? It just feels mm. like, yep, apocalypse, zombies, you've got missions, that sort of game. Um, it's okay. I don't think it's as good as Dead Rising. It might be more fun in co-op. So I, I think you said that you'd play, you'd download it and play. Yeah, I've, I've downloaded it. I haven't tried it yet. Um, <clears throat> I'll uh, let, let me know if you want to jump back onto it at some point. I'll I'll, I'll jump in and play it in co-op because... I think that's where the the draw of that game is. I don't know that it's necessarily that good, though, from what I've read. And, like, I didn't really like... I, I tried the first one as well a wee while back and didn't really it, like it any of it. like Budget Dead Rising. You know that mm. way where Dead Rising's a well-made arcade zombie-killing game and mm. it's kind of satire and stuff? This is kind of more serious. It doesn't have any of the, like, fantastic weapons. Like, you can't combine, mm. like, a halogen light and a... Um, torch to make a lightsaber or anything like that mm. or uh, boxing gloves and knives to make wolverine claws like there's nothing like <laughs> that but it plays very much like a more serious like and the game has budget price i think it's like 30 quid for the standard version <coughs> knows what it is i'm yeah. sure robin that used to be robin came in the shop tonight but i'm sure robin used to like stay at the k1 like really liked it on he did he, he reviewed it on a 40 level 1.com yeah <laughs> i, I mean, think it was like eight, 8 out of 10 i could give it it's one of those games where you can piss off your survivors and stuff and you have to make mm. sure that your people are doing okay and that you're balancing your time and you've got like enough equipment and yeah, I could see it maybe being more fun in co I don't know how long the fun's gonna last, so we'll try it before next week's show at least once in co yeah. to determine that. Um wouldn't recommend stay at the K one really to be honest with you at this stage because it felt sold. Like even mm. older than yeah. Dead Rising One and I know this was in your game, Dead Rising Two like it was one of the later 360 games um, but yeah definitely not impressive like The Last of Us on PS3 um, so I only played a few more games after this start Battlefront one after seeing Solo and there's this new mode called Hero Showdown it would be better Ewoks. than saying Ewoks mm, no there was, I didn't play the Ewok mode um, I couldn't I, I couldn't I forgot all about it basically they've done away <laughs> with the whole loot box system completely mm. now after the backlash so they unlocked all the players for everybody so that kind of took my fun out of the game just now um, I know they're kind of trying to build on it by saying this is year 2 or season 2 of Battlefront which has never happened before but mm. we'll see where it goes if they add any more DLC because remember this one didn't have a season pass so all the DLC is free I'm really hoping for another campaign set of missions but um, Hero Showdown basically is just 2v2 I think there can be more players but it was just like it was so boring because you've got the map and okay it's a smaller version of the map but it's just you and a guy killing folk and the guy that I was playing with went to Stormtrooper like, I get killed by Kyle Ren and like it was one of those where I hit him he died and I them to and he was like I could see what he was aiming I'm like what are, they, are you eating your dinner while you're playing this like <sighs> so yeah it'd be better if you played it with somebody but again it's how like you've only got two folk to kill like it's not that exciting so don't play mm. Hero Showdown Star Wars Battlefront 2 I think got a, a hard time of it anyway if you buy it if you pick it now I don't think you're going to have any issues at all but, um, they start I've talked about it before as you know in the show and put it down for a while but like um I never found any issues because I didn't buy it day one because they told us before it came out they were going to have a sale during Fort Awakens. That's right, yeah. So why would you why would you buy it day one? You tell me <laughs> that if I wait two months it's going to be... And it was. That's when I got it. And they'd fixed all the issues. Um, so I played a couple of games on the Switch as well, Andy. Um, I picked up Resident Evil oh. Revelations. Nice, because you've not played the Switch for a while, man. No, I haven't. Um, but it was Nelson, that's all he talks about now. He barely plays Xbox and PlayStation. He's always on his phone playing Marvel Strike Force 
or um, he's on the switch playing Splatoon. Um, so he's, he, he, he kind of inspired me to pick it back up. And Resident Evil Revelations, I've never finished this game, but I've had it on 3DS when it first came out. Then I hmm. bought it in the Wii U. Then I bought it in the PS3. I'm sure I rebought it in the PS4 when it came out there. And now I've got it in the Switch. And I will say, out of all those versions, this is the best looking and best playing version of it. Nice. Which is good. The game's good anyway. It's kind of bringing it away from Resident Evil 4 and 5. It's not scary. It's not like Resident Evil 7 scary. Hmm. But it kind of feels more like the older games. You know, instead of like just this action, like fucking quick time event game, which 5 and 6 were. Um, he plays Joe Valentine. Um, it's really 15 quid you cannot argue with it there's no games out like it for the switch and it just it, it highlights what the switch can do like i was playing this in tabletop mode put it on the tail up here as well it just looks great it looks really good um now this game was episodic but it didn't come out in episodes whereas resident evil revelations 2 came out in episodes and i bought like the first few episodes i think i was playing the raid mode on the ps4 but i never finished that so the cool thing is when you buy that so this one's fifteen ninety nine. The sequel's twenty, but if you buy this, the sequel's only fifteen ninety nine as well. So if I finish this, I'll probably get myself the sequel. Really good. Feels really like when I played it in three DS. When it came out, it was impressive in the three DS. But you had to buy mm. at the time the circle uh, pro circle adapter thing, you know, to give yourself the second analog stick to yeah. use the camera. But obviously, the Switch doesn't have that issue. Uh, tried it with the pro controller as well. Works perfect as expected. All, all control schemes work fine um, I really want to finish the game because it's one of the only Resident Evil I've never played and it's, it is kind of quote unquote a side story but it's part of the main story because Resident Evil as you know has always been Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine um, Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield and Claire obviously had Resident Evil Veronica and Jill wasn't in the games for a while since Resident Evil 3 and this is so as much as it's not like a main numbered Resident Evil, if you will, full Resident Evil experience, um, and it's got all the DLC and stuff in this edition, so for the price of it, really cool. Um, really cool game. I don't think it's for you, though. Um, I mean, like because it is a Switch game, because it is out physical, I'm sure uh, I will buy it at some point. Oh yeah, it came physical with the <laughs> DLC. It's a yeah. download code for two, yeah. Mm. So picked up the second game as well um, cartridge version though, uh, Donkey Kong picked up Donkey Kong finally ah, nice. because that Ian had just got it and he kept going on and on about it in the shop and I said I've played it in the Wii U I never finished it in the Wii U but I played mm. quite a bit I forgot how hard it was but honestly mm. like all the reviews are correct, this is, it's a beautiful looking game, like so nice looking like if you just spend a minute looking at Donkey Kong and his animations, he's like um, fur like, it just every bit of this game looks amazing. Like, when you beat the ground to play the drums and it bounces stuff and the enemy design. and When you die, it's never really, you, like, the game's fault, if you know what I mean. It's one of those solid games. It's fair if you make the jump in the right time and all this, so there's mm-hmm. never unfair deaths or anything like that, really. If you miss it, it's, it's you that's missed it. Um, I've not even finished past the first world. I've managed to unlock... There is a funky mode for people that find it difficult. Um, I wouldn't recommend that because it feels like cheating. I think you can use his surfboard to go across like water and um, spikes and stuff. I've not tried it. I probably should try another game just to talk about it next week as well. But um, I like this I think, game because I, th- I think that mode, see that funky mode, like basically that's been implemented so that kids can play this game. Like because yeah. it's quite hard, isn't it? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not yeah, like so... overly challenging that you yeah. go, no, that game's too but it's like hard. But like for, like if I give, if I give this, yeah, yeah, oh definitely, but I mean if I give this to Bethany and go, oh there you go Bethany, she'll go, oh I died, can you help, can you help me daddy? Yeah. And I'll go, oh just play as, just play as Funky, Funky. like, (laughs) play as him, he's cool. (laughs) Yeah, Cranky Kong's in it, um, Diddy Kong, and uh, Dixie Kong, Uh, I don't think Kiddy Kong's in it, Um, not that anyone misses him, but um, (laughs) his standard Donkey Kong fair, you've probably Mm. got, like, I've not played the entire game, but you've obviously got your Tropical Island the first one. You've got like an ice level, fire level, standard platform fair, but honestly, for a handheld and obviously on the big screen, it looks fantastic as well. But Donkey Kong, it looks amazing, really nice. If you're a fan of Donkey Kong, you're mm. gonna love this. See, like, I, I really do want to get it, but um, I, th- I think it's just the price point that's put me off just now because it's like 40 odd quid, right? And obviously, it was on the Wii U and it came out in like their classic range or whatever, so it was only 20 quid odds on the Wii U. Like within a couple of months of the launch around, so I, I'm very reluctant to pay forty odd quid for it. Mm. Like at this point, because it's an old game. First. I was at first, but it's not that old. And no, I know it's not that old. And I, I'd, I'd never played it yet. And like everything I've heard about it has been really good. And I, I do really like the Donkey Kong Country series. Like it's fucking brilliant. Um, Did so you yeah, it's Donkey Kong Country with tons in the Wii. Never played it, man. No, yeah, never played really it. Good. Really same with the three, three, same the one on the 3DS. Never played that either. Uh, that was Donkey Kong Country Return. It was the same game as the Wii. Oh, the same game, right? I hope it comes as a port to the Switch. I'd buy that again to play. Hmm. But yeah, this this one's really good. And it was a clever idea to fill the space game in, in the works. But um, I definitely recommend it. Really good and challenging. Um, but apart from that, the only other thing I played a bit of was Jurassic World Alive. Which I know you played to Andy, which is oh yeah, I did try that. Um, yeah, now there is a subscription service that kind of made me go eight quid to get better loot and more drone distance, but it's Pokemon Go. Instead of throwing Pokeballs, you have to shoot the dinosaurs that walk about with darts and build the DNA, and you can fight them as well. Hmm. Um, my only issue is uh, I forgot to talk about this as well. Is I changed my phone. Today. Oh, you changed your phone? Yeah. What did you change? Did you go to Android? Yeah, I did. Yes! It's not an easy <laughs> transition, to be honest with you. No, it is not. Um, like, I'm having, like, I'm locked out my work emails just now. I told Barry, he was mm-hmm. just laughing at me because, like, my two step verifications tied to my iPhone. So <laughs> I can't verify it to go on my ch- Google chat or emails. Mm. And Barry was just laughing, but um, everything else worked out okay. I got my, that's why I was asking about the 40 to level one. It was actually mm. easier than I thought. I thought I needed details but see with Android all I typed in was Alec 42 level 1 and it filled it all out for me yep <laughs> so on iPhone I needed to type in I definitely need to get a case for it tries to replace the screens in these but I got a straight swap with a 128 gig Samsung SD card and 14 pound a voucher because iPhones can tend to hold the value better uh, this one's got like a 4 gig processor a 4 gig RAM sorry whereas the iPhone 8's only got 2 gig RAM so I can already mm-hmm. see that I can run on it uh, screen wise, the camera's a lot better. Uh, screen wise, I don't know, like Marvel Strike Force, I don't know if it's the version that I iPhone or it's because it's a smaller screen, but it looks slightly better than my iPhone 8, I think. Hmm. Apart from that, everything else is running a bit faster, I think. Uh, what what phone did fun. you get? Sorry, I never, I never, caught, I never caught that. Uh, I, I just went for the Samsung SA because I looked hmm. at the S9 and it's a bit dearer, but it's more or less the same phone bar that yep. moved the fingerprint sensor, and that's it. 
there's a few extra features, but they've kind of done an iPhone update this time. Yep. Um, whereas, like, the S8 was a big jump from the S7, so all mm. the reviews said, unless you need to have the new Samsung, the S8 will do you for probably the same time as the S9's life cycle, because it runs the same software. Yep. So, I'll update it today. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to pick up Tasha one as well, because she likes to have the same phone as me, and, like, taking photos of the Wii when she's on the iPhone SE, and the picture quality, and that's terrible, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. And plus, like, I can throw stuff to the telly straight away. Telly, obviously, with the 4K. Um, And it links to the Xbox sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't let me cast the Xbox. Um, But it's fine. It's fine for just now. Picture quality is, like, unreal. And see, when I looked at the actual insides of the phone, like, uh, the technical specs, it's, Mm. like, twice the power almost. I know the A11. But like everything else, like you could have an i7 processor, but one gig of RAM, like an i5 processor mm, with yeah. eight gig of RAM is going to run better. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I looked at. Plus, I got a 128 gig Samsung SD card and just nice. put it in to expand my memory. Do you know what I mean? So mm. Tasha's phone the other day, we were at a with the Wii we taking photos. It hadn't backed up to iCloud for two months. So if she lost that phone, that's two months worth of photos of the Wii So, like, I just didn't see the point. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, we both need new phones. Um, the 8, I looked up the specs, and you know the 8 is very similar to the iPhone 6S. Like, it's, it's, they, they haven't improved the iPhone properly since, like, the, the biggest jumps between the 5 and the 7, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the iPhone 8 actually, like, the actual physical design of the phone is really nice. It is, but, I mean. But, like, and same with the X, like, but the, the actual inside of it is, like, yeah. What, what I like about this is, apart from like how slippery it is, but like uh, what I like about <laughs> it is the, si- the size of the phone. Like mm. it's kind of between like an iPhone Plus and an iPhone. Like it's slightly bigger mm. than my yeah. eight, but it's not as big as a Plus, so it's a good size. Um, the screen's nice. I've set up my Samsung Pay, so that's my same as the Apple Pay. It just works with Wi-Fi. Um, like it's fine. Like don't get me wrong, it's going to take a wee while to get used to it. Um, I could probably read stuff on my phone now. Um, mm, yeah. <laughs> there's some apps that aren't there that were on my phone. Cool thing, uh, the, I got an adapter with it, and basically I plugged my iPhone into it, and I didn't know you could do this, and basically I'd done the system transfer. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It, you could. But see, the thing is, like, there's some games that I kept, and I've not checked them yet. In fact, I'll check one just now. It pulled over apps that I'd already purchased. Now, I don't know if that means that it's just the demo version. I'll need to purchase them again. Do you know what I mean? But hmm. um, Mario runs one of them, for example. Um, so let's just see if it's installed the full game. Um, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, that would be tied to your iOS like account. If it is, then fair enough. If it's not, I probably will buy Mario Run again because I do like that. Um, connecting to Google Play games. I like the way the Google Play store sets up for games. It's far better than um, the, what do you call it? Oh, the, the iOS Apple store. version. Yeah. That's terrible. What I did manage to get was, um, I did manage to get my Stripe phone. I had to set up a Facebook quickly and save it to Facebook. And then I put mm. Facebook on my new phone and downloaded the save. But for some reason, it um, deleted my uh, deleted my saves for Jurassic what do you call it? Jurassic oh the World Jurassic Live. Park Park Bowl. oh right okay the live one okay yeah and like I wasn't too far into it but I dropped 3.99 on it at least because <laughs> and, and it's probably a lesson to me I shouldn't have hmm. 
but it's like I, sh- I really I'm, I'm annoyed I don't really want to play that anymore even though I was enjoying it but I don't I was, think it's that good that game to be honest it's, it's not that good but like I don't like because I'd been I was like raging I was like I'm not wasting time I'm getting this a buy in here but hmm. like I was trying to recover my save and it just it just never let me recover it so hmm. um, I managed to get strike force but that wasn't easy but now I've time okay hmm. um, Nintendo Network ID is what I need I think um, I, I don't know if Mario is uh, if Mario is unlocked here or not I don't know like it's, it's, it feels a fast sometimes but then like certain apps don't work that well whereas the one thing with my iPhone that I realised is that um, everything always worked perfectly like you couldn't say not that I've side loaded anything yet on like even the normal apps it's like oh it's stopped and it's like that never happened on iPhone yeah I mean like yeah, I get that on my phone sometimes like an Apple crash WhatsApp's actually doing it quite a lot just now like but I'm on I'm on like a Z5 premium which is I think maybe three years old something like that at this point so like I, I'm due to buy a buy a new phone, um, because of things like that. They say as well. Yeah, I, I'm gonna stick with Sony. I like I like the Sony phones. Yeah, I'm the Sony guy. Like, not friends with not here. <laughs> I had I had a look at Sony's, but I mean like Nelson has just been showing me this a lot. Do you know what I mean? So, hmm. um, I just thought yeah, it's pretty cool. And I was thinking about just going for the S9, but then like every other. Every review of it no just said, "Yeah, there's there's no point. It's the same phone. Like it's not upgrade more. Like the operating system is going to remain the same. The actual hardware that's inside the phone. Yeah. So, um, anyway, Andy's away for things, but I'm trying to. I can't remember what email was. Um, a Nintendo ID." Cannot remember. Maybe my. I'll, I'll have a look at this one. Because I had a couple. Um, I don't know. Like the S9, I didn't see the. Uh, and like I said, I've got 128 gig in it. Yeah, I'm happy for you that you've finally gone to uh, Android. Well, I have for now. But most of the, the other justification, uh, the fact that next year it looks like you're going to get like the it's going to be the 5C style thing again, so it's going to be a budget, and then they're going mm. to release like another version. Of it. It's they're going to get to a point where unless you spend thousand pounds, you're not going to get a good iPhone. It's going to just be a budget version of last year's model. I, I think you're probably right there, to be honest. Yeah, like that seems the, to be their model, which isn't really good. Like even this year, I felt robbed when I got the iPhone 8 I'm, I've seen the X's I'm like yeah but it's twice the price but it is actually an upgrade whereas my 8 never felt like an upgrade from my 7 or my 6 so it's like mm-hmm. yep. I've had the same phone basically for 3 years and it runs okay there was no issue I had no issues with it but it's just a case of, I, I just wanted something else so I just need to try and figure out my Nintendo ID but anyway I, I have no idea if this is the version like I need to buy Mario Run again like it doesn't tell me anywhere and I don't buy many games um, so yeah it's fine I just need to figure out all about the secret tricks and like Nelson showed mm-hmm. me how to do like a VR style camera and stuff you can mm-hmm. do that with, but I've no idea how to make that happen <laughs> no idea do you know what I mean like it's because yeah. I've never had yeah no absolutely I, like, I, I remember 
I remember I switched from Android, uh, sorry, from iPhone to Android, like, it must be probably four, five years ago now, because it was before I started working in CEX. It was um, when you were on the show, though, because when we went to the studio. Yeah. It was after I got married, though, because I remember at my wedding I had the, I had the 4S That's back right. then. Yeah. Um, but I switched to, I think I had an Xperia L. <laughs> which it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's not an easy switch to do. Like, see, No, it was not. It was a pain in the ass. It, like, see, just now, like, uh, I can use my iCloud, because I, most of my emails are tied to my iCloud email, obviously, because that's my main email address. And uh, I need that email, so I can check out my PC, which is fine. But I need to wait five days or something it said because plan set to get a code to make it work hmm. so they're doing everything to be awkward you know they just want you to be locked into like Apple forever Apple. yeah and they're realising oh you want to use... oh wait hold on you've deactivated your iPhone 8 yeah something's here yeah five days please that's fine I'll just check it my PC <laughs> which is quite annoying hmm. plus the fact that with Gmail I've got like a thousand email addresses or Gmail. Mm, me too. Yeah, but I just need to um, boil it down to the ones I need. Like, I've got 42 level 1, I've got my work one, and I had to make a new one for this phone because I wanted a new one that was just for the phone, you know, because obviously the Play Store and stuff, I'd never had that yeah. on it. Um, so I just made a fresh one um, for that. But yeah, it's, it's fine just now. Like, the phone, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to test it out for a week or two before I get Tasha one, but she needs, like, the pictures of the wee one, like, I was looking at her pictures like that she'd sent me on this screen and even ones I took my phone 8 camera and they mm. look terrible so pixelated <laughs> like, I took a photo of the wee one earlier in a high chair and when I went to it in this you can see every detail of her skin like see another one if you zoom in a wee bit on a picture like it's all pixelated Pixels. yeah so that's that's it's kind of bad that they do that and I mean there's like a 200 price difference between the iPhone X and the the, the iPhone the Samsung S9 is a lot cheaper than the X but mm. everything about it's more improved so it's took me long enough to get to this stage but if I didn't jump now I would never be able to but I would mm, be so, yeah. so unhappy with my phone see come like I wouldn't have replaced the iPhone 8 next year but see, the iPhone X budget version I was buying and it was the same phone as two years ago I would always be behind and eventually Samsung owners are going to end up getting better apps than the normal standard iPhone users because unless you buy the X the premium one anymore yeah, definitely. Totally agree. <laughs> I don't like iPhones. <laughs> yes, no, I, 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 I'll never like, like them. iPhone. Like, see what it's like. Memory, paste money, or you want to save your photos anywhere. And like, just see the hassle just to be able to rip them from iCloud. I had to download the entire program. I had to sign in with my iCloud. Constantly sign in iCloud on the PC. Then I had to select all the photos I to download. And then I had to download onto like my computer and half of the file types that Apple uses weren't compatible so some mm. of those I've only got on my computer they won't work in any other phone and it's like why have Apple got this so I suppose it's just to completely lock folk down once you're there mm, yeah that's, that's really what it is annoying. they want you in their ecosystem and they want you to stay and spend money in their ecosystem and whereas buy the new iPhone every year like, whereas Android don't really care what handset I've got do you know what I mean because it's owned by Google yep. so they like have a Samsung have a Sony next year if you want. You're still going to be accessing all your, you know. Yep. So I've, I'm kind of starting to see the benefits. The, the biggest benefit is I've got like more memory than I'll ever need. 128 gig and 64 built in. Do you know what I mean? 
It's good, man. Like I, I use mine. Like I've got an SD card in that in mine as well, and I use it for uh, downloading Spotify music for offline listening. So yeah. like I, I, I put my phone like offline, and when I'm in the car, and I can listen to like my playlist that I've got set up for the car, and like it's all downloaded and works fine. Yeah, I mean, like I've got um, what you call it? Uh, it's got the eye thing, so like I can unlock by lining up my eyes. Mm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It, it scans your iris. Like there's some cool functions. The only the only bad thing is like a, my screensavers are good for the wee one perfect on my iPhone but it's like kind of blurry not kind of blurry it's, it's an okay photo but you can tell like yeah that's not as looking mm. for well, you'll take a new one like oh yeah I'll take a new one but the one yeah. that I really like it's just annoying like it looks fine on other things but it's just better I was mm. playing a 4k video on YouTube I don't know if the screen is 4K. I don't think it is in the SA but damn close mm. um, and I mean like I was going to miss FaceTime so this is get Google Duo which is the exact same thing I I don't know. I've never heard of that before. Google Duo. Okay. Yeah, it was it was it was on, it was on my phone. It's just I mm. thought it was the video app, but it's not. Mm. Uh, Google Photos is the one that keeps crashing on me, so I'm not using it anymore. I'm just using the Samsung Gallery. Right. That, I mean, like yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I found is that Samsung and Android competing uh, on my bit. phone, mm-hmm. like uh, Samsung. Uh, <laughs> set, I got a, you know during the setup. Log in with your Samsung account, yeah. And it's like, and it's like, okay, so I've logged in with Samsung, and then two minutes later, like it's like, ding, Google Pay. So I'm tapping Google Pay, and it's like, do you want to make this your default one? And I'm like, yeah, because I might not always have a Samsung. So I changed. So then I had to get rid of Samsung. Then do you want to use Google Photos or Samsung Gallery? And I'm like, ah, I want to use Google Photos, but the Google Photos didn't work, so I have to use the Samsung Gallery. And it's <laughs> it's like two competing ecosystems. It's like a Jekyll and Hyde phone. It's like. Two minutes i'm getting a you know when you get a new phone last day or two you'll get why not try this and it's like it's saying mm. okay google and, okay google is working but then the next thing it's like use bixby and it's like yeah i've heard that bixby doesn't work very well especially with scottish accent and um, like okay google i find doesn't work at all for me it works like, perfect for me i just like said a, okay, on, there and it popped up my phone. like uh I, th- I think mine has to be unlocked for it to do it let, let me see if it'll if it'll come up if, it, if i see it Okay, Google. Okay, it came up, but that took, like, see, from the time that I was silent there, that's how long it took to come up. Like, okay, we'll try it in mine. Do you know what I mean? Okay, Google. It vibrate. It's up already. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, obviously, that's just as a newer phone and that. But, like, I think I would find it really useful in the car. Like, if I could use the, the phone in the car and, like, tell it to do stuff. Well, it's just, like sitting because I, I I just set my phone like on the on the passenger seat. Yeah. And uh and I would find it really useful if I could get, go okay Google play yeah, blah 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 song whatever song or like yeah. okay Google skip, but it it can't detect that like in the car at all. Ah uh, well, mine mine will probably be able to because yours I, probably can yeah. I was, I was driving out to Tesco the other night and like played like see trying to like lean over and t- not take your eye off the road and tap next mm-hmm. song. When a yep. cap song comes on, you're like, I need to take it off the place. But if I can go, okay, Google next song. Like I've yep. done it earlier. I actually replied to one of you. I've, I've, I never used Siri once since it came out in iPhone 5. Yeah. Never used Siri. Or was it the 4S that came out? One. Never used it. And I used okay, Google, like a load the night. I was like, okay, Google, message Andy. It's like, which Andy? I was like, Andy Urquhart. And it understood me saying Urquhart like that. And then it mm. said, what do you want to say? Where do you want to message him? And I said, what's that? And it goes, what would you like to say? And I can't remember what I said to you. Uh, sure. You know that reply to mm-hmm. that. Um, and it replied, and then I was like, "Okay, Google, show me cinema times for air." Oh, it's done it again. 
Nice. That's that's good. I'm glad it's working. And then I even went, okay, go show me a trailer for the latest film at Air. And Hmm. Star Wars trailer for Solo on YouTube. Hmm. Nice. So yeah, it's fine. Like the SAO, it's got at least a couple of years left in it. If not, Hmm. that's the one thing. Like Android aren't me off like Apple do every two years. Hmm. Yeah, they're not like, oh, uh, I'll drain your battery more, so you must buy a new one. I like that's the other thing I've noticed as well. I've got options to put high performance game because the game wasn't looking good, and I flipped on high performance gaming mode, mm. and it looks it looks a lot better because it like you can choose where to focus your power. So you are right, you do get more choice, but I, I don't know like about some of the things. I'll need to have a play about with Play Store and stuff, like that, see how I use it day to day, and hopefully don't drop it before my case arrives. Yeah, don't drop it. <laughs> put, a sc- put a screen protector on it as well, Nigel. Yeah. I'll probably put the wee guy in the arcade next to the tomorrow. Yeah. Um, was, did, did you play anything else? Uh, no, just the, Donkey Kong. The game of Resi. game of phones. <laughs> uh, Donkey Kong Resi State of Decay and uh, Jurassic World Alive. So that nice. Um, so I think I only played one thing to be honest mm-hmm. this week. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't I, I didn't play any more Forgotten Anne and I didn't play any uh. Any more of Sherlock Holmes Crime and Punishments? And I don't think I played anything on Xbox apart from more pairs that's not worth talking about. Yeah. No, I didn't play anything else. Okay, so uh, the the one game that I did play, and I want to tell you a news story first before I tell you about this game. So the the top ten uh, chart for last week uh, came out for the UK. Um, so at number ten, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Number nine, Fallout Four. Number eight, Destiny Two. Number seven, Overwatch. Number f- Six Far Cry Five, Five is God of War, Four FIFA Eighteen, Three Dark Souls Remastered that got delayed on Switch. Boo. Um, two State of Decay Two and One Detroit Become Human, which came out on Friday and I picked up. Um, bef- oh, before I jump into that, I did I did play one other game. I'm gonna get Detroit. Um, but like obviously I wanted my memory card to do mm. so. I got I got yeah. memory card instead. Yeah. Um, sorry, I did play one other game first. Um, I played with uh, Fraser a little bit. Um, H one Z one beta. Uh, that game is basically PUBG but slightly simpler, and it doesn't look as good as what PUBG looks on the Xbox. That, that must be terrible. And well, yes and no. Like I mean, the character models and stuff like that are all fine. It's just the the buildings are not particularly well rendered at this point. Now this is just still in beta, so once you're inside a building, like everything's really. Like low poly, to be honest, looks shit. Um, the shooting mechanics still are all fine, though. It's just the same as PUBG. I, I think it feels slightly more arcadey though than like what because PUBG feels like a PC game that's been ported, and this feels more like a console solid game because they've made like the console version quite different from the PC one because the PC one you've got crafting and stuff, and that's not in the, the console version at all. So it kind of feels like they've built the console version from the ground up just for console rather than porting it over the PC version. Um, but if you if you want to, if you're interested in playing PUBG and you don't have uh, a Xbox One or a PC, then this is what you should play. And it is free to play, and there's a lot of like cosmetic bullshit items that you can fuck about with and whatnot. It, the one thing I really don't like about it though is the see when you're uh, parachuting down, it feels like a different game. <laughs> like it's really strange because it feels completely disconnected to the gameplay that's on the ground. Because all the physics engine and everything's completely different. Even a character model looks different. So like you don't like in in PUBG you jump out of a plane and then uh, in Fortnite you jump out of like a sort of flying party bus thing. 
and you can choose like at what point you want to jump out. But in this in this game, bear in mind it's still in a bit in beta just now. This game you just sort of fall from the sky, and like from nothing. It doesn't give you a choice of like where to drop on the map. And um, also the control of the parachute is very poor. Like you don't seem to have really any control over where you're landing, aside from like within a small vicinity. And then when you do land, it sort of does a jump cut almost, and it kind of feels like it loads in like a new avatar for you which is very strange and I think that's like it's, that's actually what the game is doing but it shouldn't be so obvious that that's what it's doing because yeah. I'm sure I'm sure like PUBG probably does that as well and probably Fortnite too um, but in this game it's really obvious the cut is like boom you're, you're now not playing as a parachute or you're now playing as an on the ground man which is odd but but I mean the, like the, the actual gameplay of it like running about shooting people and like working in teams and whatnot, all that stuff's Almost exactly the same as PUBG. There's cars and all that sort of shit in it. Um, very, very similar game. Um, it's weird to me though that because I mean I thought there was zombies in this game somewhere and I haven't seen any. But I think that's maybe in a different mode, which is not in the beta. So I'm not sure. Like I'll 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 continue to monitor this and see how it how it goes. But if you want to play on PS4 and you want that PUBG sort of action and you don't want to play garbage Fortnite, then uh, try this. Um, so the other game I played was obviously uh, Detroit Become Human, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you've played the first mission of this game anyway, like, uh, and I haven't played it before because I knew that like the demo that they put out that first mission was going to be in the game, so I didn't bother to play it. And I'd seen the the gameplay trailer that they put out that was somebody playing through that mission essentially, so I didn't feel that I needed to play any more of more of it until the actual game came out. Because, I mean, that demo came out a few weeks ago now, but... But, anyway, that, that kind of gives you a good actual gist of, like, what what the scenes in the game are like. So, you're doing a bit of investigating sort of stuff. You're doing a bit of choices and whatnot. And uh, what you do in the investigations can unlock different options in your uh, in your conversation trees with different people. Which is which is pretty cool. And, like, the way the, the, way the game progresses it through, actually very interesting. Um... In terms of like the story sort of stuff, you're playing as like three different androids in this one. So in Heavy Rain, you played as three different characters from all kind of different walks of life, and they were very, very different characters. And in this one, you play as three androids, and I mean androids are kind of similar because they're not real people. So <laughs> it's kind of a weird sort of it's a weird jump. Well, obviously in Beyond, you only played as the one character. But just at different times in her life. Oh well, I mean, you play as the ghost thing, but that's not. That was kind of more like a superpower rather than a character, almost. Um, but yeah, in this one, you're you're playing as like the three different androids who have they don't they they have all the same abilities essentially, but um, they're just slightly different models and they have different kind of I would say different outlooks on stuff because of what they've been involved with in their like quote-unquote lives but but anyway um it does play for me a lot more like heavy rain than what than beyond um and that is that is probably the biggest compliment i can give to the game because heavy rain's a fucking amazing game um and the fact that this game manages to get a little bit of that and bring it forward to like to nowadays is great uh because you will get some of those moments where you're like oh fuck what i do 
what I do. Mm, uh, mm, mm. And you really like deliberate with yourself over the choices, which you didn't quite get so much in in Beyond. I don't think because of the way that story was told. Because now you've you've played a bit of Beyond, and it was like all jump jumbled about and whatnot because you were playing at different times and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. This one you don't do that. It's all like you, you change from character to character. So like you play as one guy for one scene and then play as the next guy for the next scene and then the third guy for the third scene and then you'll go back to the first one. And it kind of goes like that where you're always... Each scene is like with a different person and then you'll go back and you'll uh, see the story for uh, for the first rotation guy. Um, and that that works really well like and it kind of changes things up. Uh, like the... The gameplay stuff it is a lot of that investigation stuff, though. However, the guy who you play as in the demo, Connor, like he is like a police android essentially, sort of thing. And um, he is a detective android, like that is what he is. Um, and so he, his ones are much more along the lines of like, okay, I will go and I'll investigate the crime scene, sort of thing. And uh, he's helping out like a a real detective through a lot of the game. And it's interesting, like the relationship that those two have. Because the guy doesn't really like him because he's an android. <laughs> and it's kind of funny some of the situations they get into and he's like, what? <laughs> and some of the things you'll say to him, he's like, you don't get this. <laughs> but it's it's really cool. The other ones is like that you play as uh, Kara, who's the one that they showed off, I don't know, a good few years ago now at this point in a tech demo. And she's kind of somebody who's, interest, who's quite an interesting sort of character because... Uh, she seems to have like had her memory wiped and then been repaired after some major sort of trauma, um, and it's all about like her and her relationship with this like little girl. She's got a very kind of like mother relationship with her, and certainly the the way the story goes, like you end up like on the run with her essentially, and um, after a, a few events that events happen, I'll not spoil them here, but uh, but yeah, r- really cool the way that all pans out, um. There's been like a couple of points where um, you get a sort of decision point almost and it's like, okay, do you want to just follow along with the Android rules or do you want to break your programming? So like you have to like physically break the programming. So like it literally puts you up like against like a red wall and it's got you like smashing this red wall to get the android to break its programming and then it then essentially becomes what they're called what they call in the game a deviant so like if you see the see the guy at the beginning mm-hmm. who had the wee girl held held hostage like he was a deviant android because he broke his programming so like you can do this in the game with uh, with some of the androids you can make them break their programming and make them do things that they wouldn't normally do in terms of like oh an android like wouldn't shoot somebody like that sort of stuff so it's it's really cool the way they do that. Um, the the one thing I would say that is is a bit jarring for me um, is um, I don't mind the fact that it's like playing scene to scene to scene to scene. That's fine, but after every scene, it shows you like all the choices that you could have made in that scene, in like a sort of a flow chart. I don't know if you got that at the end of the demo. No. No, but like basically, it's basically when you finish a scene, it goes right, okay, and it sort of fades to white, and then it goes, and it shows you like the massive flowchart of all the different choices that you could have made and all the optional things that you could have done and didn't do. Um, and sometimes it will go like, oh, you saw everything, cool. Um, and sometimes it will go, oh, you didn't see like this and that, and that locked out you of 
whatever option down here. And you can kind of see, look, because I'm sure there's text that you could read um, as to what those things were and what those outcomes were. Um, and I mean, that I don't necessarily like that that much because I would rather that it just like went on to the next scene and then you just had a continual story and then you could go back and look at that stuff like in menus and things like that. Um, but they, what they're really pushing you to do is to go and play the game multiple times. Which, to be honest, I won't do unless it's to go and get trophies. Like, I wanted to, like, go through it, pick my choices and tell my story. And, like, get whatever ending I get. And that's fine with me. And that's how I like to enjoy these games. But, like, the fact that they're showing you it so explicitly is kind of jarring. Especially because it does feel like a loading screen when it comes up. It's like, oh, we're loading the next scene. And then once it's once it's loaded you press X and it will go to the next scene however there's another loading screen then <laughs> like, ugh. and I mean coming off the back of playing God of War where there's like not one fucking single loading screen in the entire game <laughs> it's just like yep here I am I'm fighting I'm Kratos and then I'm going I'm doing this there's a cutscene and then I'm straight back into the game there's no like load time whatsoever it just keeps continually going like, oh. like so so coming off the back of like continuous gameplay slash cutscenes that intersperse with gameplay brilliantly into into this with it's like each scene is is done fine I'll, I'll give it that like when you when you transition out of a cutscene it's seamless totally seamless but then once you end the scene and it gives you this flowchart and then load into the next scene you're like oh it takes you totally takes you out of the moment when you want to continue on and like experience the next part of the story um but so far i'm really enjoying it i'm maybe like six seven hours into it i think i'm probably maybe two thirds of the way through the game though so I reckon like 10 12 hours I'll be done this, easy um, and I'll go back through and play some of the other bits and pieces um, do, do you like quick time events Ali? If they're done sparingly and well so they're definitely not done sparingly in this game um, there is like a lot of that kind of investigation and roaming about sort of stuff and not, not even like the is in depth investigation is what you do in like in that demo scene particularly because the other characters obviously they're not detectives so they're not going about and like they're not going about and licking blood which is what the detective does <laughs> he, like he puts his fingers in substances and licks them <laughs> it's fucking funny because you'll just like lick anything and, and that's how he that's how he like deciphers what something is um but the other characters obviously don't have that because they're different models of Android and whatnot. But they're still like they go around and they look at stuff and they're like, oh, well, like I'll do this or I'll do that or I'll do the next thing. Um, but the quick time events in this game are brilliant, fucking amazing. Like honestly, the best quick time events I've ever played in a game. Um, because like you'll go, you you'll get the ones like similar to what Heavy Rain was, where um. I'm, I'm trying to remember what which one it was it reminds me of kind of like do you remember the car one the car chase mm-hmm. so you remember like that one was like really fast and you had to make your actions like uh, in split second decisions like what way you were going to turn and whatnot. Um, it's kind of like that like because the best one I've done so far and this was fucking brilliant it's like I was chasing like a I was playing as the police guy the detective android and uh, chasing like a, a deviant and try to catch up with him, and like you're doing all that, like dodging out the way of people. Um, but it'll come to like a few sort of decision points where it's like, oh, do you want to go like left where there's like there's no people, but the route's slower, or do you want to go right where there's uh where there's where there's people? Um, so you need to dodge out the way more, sort of thing. Um, but it will, it, but it's more direct. So you get like the choices like that, which is cool. Um, and then there was uh, another point later on in the same sequence where um. 
your partner sort of gets into a bit of a scuffle with this deviant and falls off like a cliff, like a, not a cliff, falls off like a ledge and he's just like hanging on. And so it gives you the option like, oh, do you want to go and, and like save him or do you want to chase the, the deviant? And it gives you like his chance of survival. And it reminded me of like, do you remember iRobot? Remember, like, I think it's at the beginning of iRobot where, like, I think it's Will Smith's kid um, doesn't get saved by the android because they only had, like, a certain percentage chance of survival sort of thing, and they saved him instead. Yeah. It's kind of like that, so, like, it tells me that the detective has an 89% chance of survival. I'm like, okay, well, like, yeah, that's fine. Like, he's probably going to be fine. I'll chase the deviant. So I chased the deviant, and the guy, like, sure enough, he survived. He was fine, but he was fucking pissed off at me. <laughs> And then he was, he, like, his, it, it kind of measures your relationships with the characters that you're involved with through the game as well. So, like, his one uh, with me after that was, like, quite, like, uh, tense. And, like, there was one of the, I'm sure it was, like, resentful at one point. And, like, every interaction you have with them, like, affects that. And it makes them either, like, like you more or dislike you more, depending on, like, how you speak to them and, like, what things you do and whatnot. So, like, stuff like that is, like, obviously a big one. Like, you are fucking going to let me die, you dickhead. <laughs> So he did not like me after that. Uh, but he came back around and he, he liked me eventually. <laughs> but yeah, like like things like that, I think it's really cool like when you when you get a game and it does something kinda different and, and I've really been enjoying like playing through this so far. It's it's got a it's got quite an interesting story and I'm I'm I'll be interested to see if they do like kinda jump the shark, like what they did in in Beyond with like it had like big demons and stuff like that showing up near the end and like all that sort of weird shit like the David Cage fucking loves so I don't know if that will happen in this one because this one's very technology sort of sci-fi focused um, and it, it does it it does it well like it's kind of believable that these androids are like breaking their programming and uh, they're kind of exp- like coming out as a species essentially um, that has their own free will and whatnot. and they, there's one point where like they start to demand like essentially like human rights and things um so it's gonna be interesting like how how that all pans out but it's when you make a mistake you're like ah oh, fuck like i fucked up there i should not have done that and you need to live with the consequences of it for the rest of the game which is a hard pill to swallow but the the fact that it makes you think like that is really well done and i know that it doesn't make maybe a lot of sense yeah. but <laughs> but if you've played the game you know what I'm talking about when you get to like a sort of decision where you're like yes I need to do it that way and then as soon as you made the decision something else happens and you're like shit I made the wrong call <laughs> but that's why they obviously give you the options to replay it and whatnot. but um, but I, I think that if you are going to play this game don't bother watching anything about it or um, or watching uh, any gameplay videos. I wouldn't even bother to play that demo because it's, it's just the first sort of scene. Um, just go into it as blind as you can and play through it and don't look at the trophy list before you play it. Uh, <laughs> play through the game once first before you think about the trophies. That's the way I would always say with these type of games because uh, if you do go and look at all the stuff, like how it all works and whatnot, you're going to ruin parts of the game for yourself. Oh, there was one interesting thing that happened and, and I'll wrap it up. Um... I was playing the game right, and I got to I got to a point where uh, somebody was getting rebooted. Essentially, we were getting their memory wiped, right? And it was giving me like error messages and like 
in the, in the game it's giving me like error messages and like this is not working this is that's not working and I'm gonna try to fix it and whatnot and then it like uh, it came up with the PlayStation like blue screen and like oh an error has occurred and I just sat there for a minute and I was like oh that's cool like they've like they've made it like really meta like it's kind of like breaking the fourth wall sort of thing but no the game had just crashed <laughs> I was dis- I was really disappointed that the game had just crashed because I thought that would have been it would have been brilliant because it fitted in fucking perfectly with like the way the, the, like the game was going. I'm like, oh, that's a shame. Unless the game was specifically designed to crash at that point, but I don't think it was. <laughs> so like I booted back into the game, and then uh, when you boot up the game, it's like it's got this sort of like AI greeter for you sort of thing, and it like the first time. It's, it talks to you and it's like setting up your settings and whatnot, like the brightness and all the usual garbage that all games make you make you do for every game, even though you've set it up by default for the console, like, you know, just fucking all the tech. But anyway, um, it asks you questions, like, about what brightness do you want and, like, what difficulty do you want, all that sort of stuff. But so, every so often, this uh, AI thing will, like, ask you other questions. It will go, oh, hello. Like, can I ask you some survey questions? I'm like, ah, okay, on you go. And it, like, I did a survey for it. Um, but then that time when the game crashed, when I booted back into it, it said to me, and this was really creepy, it said to me, oh, that was a short break, welcome back. I was like, what? Because <laughs> obviously I knew that I'd only, like, basically, it's, according to it, quit with the game and then jump straight back in. So, like, I'd only been out for, like, a couple of minutes. So yeah. the fact that I knew that was really weird. Still not very solid one levels. No, definitely not. I think if it if that had been like a deliberate crash in the game and it just like showed me that, like yeah, then that that is. But it definitely wasn't. So, but yeah, really enjoying it so far. Uh, graphics are are really good. Um, apart from the uh, the AI woman that talks to you, her mouth sync is a bit off. But I think it's because like it's only her face that you see. So like her her mouth is massive on the screen. So like it's really obvious that it's a fake mouth. Uh, oh, and I got to go to an Android strip club. That was fun. And there were lesbian androids. So, ten out of ten, game of the year. <laughs> I will, I will get it at some point. I didn't really want to listen too much in case you were, but like, because um, it is a story only game. But like, yep. um. I pick this up at some point yeah de- definitely try it i mean I, I think it's it's one of those games that like uh if if you liked heavy rain which i, I know you did it's mm-hmm. definitely worth picking up like uh they've learned from a lot of the mistakes that they made in and beyond and gone back to like what was great in like heavy rain and kind of stuck with that i don't know if the characters are necessarily as memorable because they're androids unfortunately mm-hmm. um because they're like fake people Android. Androids, but um, because I mean the characters in Heavy Rain, like you fucking remember them, like yeah. Ethan and Madison and uh, Scott, like Scott was the the fat detective guy, uh, like you remember those guys, like they stick with you and you're like, oh, the journey you went on with them, blah blah blah. But these and these androids, like you don't tend not to connect with them as much because they're a, they can be a little bit kind of not stuck upish, but like wooden almost <laughs> because they're they're fake people, um. But I really do like the uh, the detective android guy. Like I've really been enjoying playing as him. I, I like his voice and like the way that he speaks. I don't know what it is about him, but he's just he's cool. <laughs> and he's not like cool. Do you know what I mean? He's it's not like the Fonzie cool. He's just like 
it's cool that an AI is like this. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, I won't say any more about like story and stuff like that for, for fear of spoilers. Like and I've tried to steer clear of any kind of real story things there and whatnot. Um yeah. and just talk about the mechanics and whatnot. But yeah, really really enjoying it and it's 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 telling an interesting story. I'll I'll say that. Nice, I look forward to playing it. Oh, and it's got uh, some interesting pigeon physics at one point in the game. Pigeon yeah. physics, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'll probably... I thought I would have finished it by today, but I've not had enough time to play over the last couple of days, so... Um, I'll probably have finished... In fact, I'll definitely have finished by next week. But yes, that's all I played. Okay, so we'll finish up there for the night. Thanks very much. Uh, B team and just over an hour and 15 and tune in again next week to us at allgames.com. And we're also on iTunes if you want to catch up on other episodes. Just search for it. Or catch us on Twitter and send a message. But on behalf of myself and Andy and all games, thank you very much for listening. Peace out.